hello everyone how is everyone doing again happy new year welcome to episode two uh i'm with my lovely co-host uh this is spara where you can hello. find her at this is spara or spara creates where she makes really great art it's fantastic i try my best no 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 you amaze <laughs> you amaze and wonder all right friends um and i'm I am the lady of the house, uh, Squeak Queen. What's up, what's up? Um, also amazing and aw, fantastic in every you. way, shape, and form. Uh, you know what else is amazing? Um, uh, the gift of life. But before we get into that... Um... Oh. Oh my. <laughs> Are we... <laughs> Hold on. Oh. Hold on. Before we get into that, uh, we definitely always do this uh, during our... In the beginning and usually at the end of the show is that disclaimer spara and i are not doctors we are not medical nope. professionals we are not therapists uh we are just little beans uh who are curious and like to look up stuff if there is stuff that's going on with your body or you have stuff that's going on in the brain that you want to express uh we would suggest calling your uh primary care doctor or uh, hitting up a therapist if you can, finding a mental health facility in your area, or hitting up the, I know that it's a touchy subject, but you can call or text the suicide hotline just to, to talk. You don't even have to be having suicidal thoughts. You are totally allowed to just text them if you have just a venting uh, motion going on and you just want someone to talk to, and they're totally there to help you. So again, we love to help out as much as we can, but we can only give you as much as we know collectively between the two brains that we have or two brain <laughs> cells that we have and, oh. um or the internet but sometimes you can't trust the internet so you gotta be careful of that <laughs> pretty, um, pretty much yeah uh, we, we have some crazy some crazy shit that uh oh. we're gonna be discussing so um oh yeah that's true there there are specific resources for people in the military as well yes thank you sensei uh if you guys are catching this later if you're catching the audio obviously we have a live stream it's on thursdays um 8 or 9 p.m depending on uh, between spars and my work schedule uh but you can definitely hey. catch it here live on twitch tv or twitch.tv slash squeak queen um and we with can, three e's with three e's thank you and obviously you can catch the audio up on our social medias later usually during the rest of the weekend but anyway mm. uh as we continue we have we have a lot to discuss because like i said we found out some crazy stuff about pregnancy that we didn't know as uh, vagina wearing people, <laughs> that, that vagina you wearing have, people, <laughs> that vagina you can having have. people. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> it's just, um, it sounds like we're wearing vaginas. That's terrifying. I mean, that. I mean, am I wrong though? <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. That's what I thought. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uterus having um, people. Yes. Let's 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 start with the whole reason of how we got here, which is um, a viral TikTok mm -hmm, mm -hmm. about how uh, about the history um, behind women laying down whilst giving birth. Mm -hmm. For those of you in the audience who, you know, fortunately haven't seen this, but now unfortunately are going to learn the knowledge from it, um, <clears throat> apparently. Back in the 17th century, 
King Louis the Fourteenth was obsessed with seeing his children being born. There was something about the image of baby coming out of vagine um, that uh, apparently made him really excited. So, if you don't know who this king is, <laughs> this is what he looks like. Yeah, that French fuck. This guy. Hold on. Take a take a good look, everyone. Just <sighs> for anybody for the audio listeners, we are showing a picture of King Louis, and uh... I I want you to imagine. Okay, it's like he has like a weedy Kevin Spacey look to him. <laughs> no, not the, not the Kevin Spacey. Please. It's like it's like if you took. Oh no! Captain Captain Hook's curly ass wig from Pan, and oh. slapped it onto Kevin Spacey's head with like a super teeny tiny wisp of a mustache. <laughs> I do admire his leg game, but goddamn. Yes, the posing is there. Um, the posing is real. Well, clearly, he <laughs> likes his own leg game in a sense of seeing his lady's legs completely apart as they give birth <laughs> to his children. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so basically, what ended up happening was this was a this was a an uncommon birth practice. The 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 laying down in order to give birth. Um, usually, uh, women used what uh, what are commonly known as birthing chairs. Um, birthing chairs. There's, like, not much difference in, like, the shapes of them. And even now, like, from the 17th century to now. I'm showing, I'm showing the, the first one. The birthing chairs? The first birthing chair, which is the, I think it's the 17th century one that you were No, that one's, that one's actually a little newer. Oh, this one the, here with the, the cushion? Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a newer style. Oh, no, this it, one is, right? Traditionally, this it was the one with the hole cut out. Okay, I see it. I have it that up one, now. That one, yeah. Yeah. So that's what a 17th century um, birthing chair birthing looks chair like. Would look like. Oh, you got um, to sit. <laughs> you base, um, well, it was it was actually common practice to squat oh, when giving birth. Oh, I see. Um, because you know, back when we were, you know, cave people. <laughs> it looks like um, a chair for a poo pot, is what Sensei said. I mean, like a chamber pot. You mean? you're essentially are pooping out a baby. It's just not coming out of it's just the not booty coming hole. from your butt. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. The birthing chair was created when um squatting became kind of too upsetting, mm-hmm. or not upsetting. What's the word? Difficult. Yes. You know, like we weren't Strenuous. running. We weren't running and gunning like we had as tribal people, where yeah, we needed the... to constantly be on the move. Yeah. Um. So. So. Uh, squatting became less, and then birthing chairs came into fashion. But squatting was also still traditionally how children were birthed. Like, yes. the woman would squat on the bed, mm-hmm. essentially, mm-hmm. while being attended by midwives. Uh, and then, and then Louis the Fourteenth came along, <laughs> and um, what ended up happening was he it's not like he shared this information freely no he did not it's not like it's not like louis the 14th was like i like my women giving birth while laying down i mean like 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 he didn't publicly announce that it's not like he had a fucking town crier with a scroll being like hear ye hear ye uh but Watch what your women do. as they birth your child. It will be an exuberant experience that no man can ever... Like, yeah, it's not... It was never like that. It was kind of like 
a thing that he just wanted to do. <laughs> uh, I want to say, I want to say too, this information comes from the American, uh, excuse me, the American Journal of Public Health. Yes. Um, talking about the reclining childbirth position, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. basically that that it started happening between um, it, like the time in which he ruled. So, like, roughly between, like, 1640 to, like, 1715, 1730. I think 1715. Eh, I'm not sure. Uh, not a historian. Also, not a historian. <laughs> Feel free to correct me on anything I've said. Uh, yes. Don't do it, like, 10 million times over, but yes. feel free <laughs> Again, to let me know when I have done wrong. I, I will frequently be wrong. We, um, we are getting our information thoroughly through a lot of the articles, TikToks, and a bunch of other places. We will obviously source them and let you know where we got our information from. Yes, we are not historians, we're not doctors, we're not therapists. We are just here to just discuss crazy stuff that we hear <laughs> throughout the internet, because what the fuck? <laughs> so, so basically, he was obsessed with seeing his children being born, and as a result, um, he had his ladies lay down because he couldn't really see when yep. they were in the birthing chair. Yep. Like dude could not crawl up underneath because there was too many people and not enough space for him to witness the birth. Yeah. Um, so people eventually started uh, to know about like the King having them lay down. And once the lower classes found out about it, that it was like wildfire. Everybody was uh, like, no, you have to lay down because that's how the queen gives birth or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> or that's how the king's mistress Pardon gave me. birth. He had a bunch of them. And um, uh, yeah. I would like to also state that this dude, this, this dude had 22 children. <laughs> 22, count them. This, but, this, <laughs> between this, like, this kinky, this kinky guy really loved having children. So like, well, obviously having children is whatever, but like, uh it's also just fantastic that he was that he had so many children between all the the wives and mistresses he has can you imagine how many times he was like all right here we go baby number 14 <laughs> baby let's number go. baby number six well, let's <laughs> out go. of this one person because like uh, there is um i'm only gonna briefly talk about this uh there are um some cults these days that do mm-hmm Mm -hmm. try to keep women constantly pregnant like yep. the, the women in the cults are treated as if they are solely just walking uteruses yep and i don't know if you all know this but um by your like sixth or seventh kid your yeah, pelvic usually... floor yeah. starts to give out yep and as a matter of fact one of the well-known families that are part of this is the duggar family yep here we go and uh the the current matriarch of the duggars was told that if she had uh, another kid, her pelvic floor would fully give out. Um, I don't know if y'all are familiar with what a pelvic floor is. 6,000 kids and counting, Jesus. 6,000 kids and counting. Uh, it's basically the group of muscles that, yeah. um, that, are, that go from the pubic bone to your tailbone. And um, from one side, from like where like you're from side to side as well. Mm -hmm. And it's basically your pelvic floor is the thing that keeps your bladder, your bowels, and your uterus inside of your body. So if your pelvic just, floor gives I'm just out, put that here. 
you can't live. Your all of your organs are just gonna drop out of you. <laughs> That's just how I feel about it. I'm just playing the emotional damage give over and over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like when they're telling her, they're telling this woman, "Don't have any more kids, or your pelvic floor is gonna give out." She's literally choosing, and she chose to have another kid, by the way. Yeah, she did. <laughs> I do remember that. Uh, uh. Uh, she is choosing to not have the ability to hold her organs in her body. Yeah, isn't that nuts? <laughs> Horrifying. <clears throat> and that's the um, other thing that, like, the fact that this, this, hold on, let me just, let me just show this oh, yeah, one more time. Ahead. This guy, this, this, uh, Sarah, what was it again? This French. French this, fuck. This French <laughs> fuck, this guy right here, this, this motherfucker right here, right? He just enjoyed watching his children being born had to set the staple thousands of years later <laughs> and now even though there's no there's no medical benefit right is that is that what we, uh, we, we researched uh, so, so we did research i will say this um there's both there both is and is not a medical benefit to giving birth this way yes um the reclining position the current one that's used does prolong labor which it makes make it longer sense. like why why would you want to make it longer just get <laughs> get her out get uh, out and and can cause like c-section because it's we're not angled enough basically mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so so that means the baby has a harder time getting pushed out um so yeah so it's all all of that it's, it's, and the fact that women have to go through this like, is because of this guy yeah. <laughs> this guy's kink <laughs> Yeah, it basically what ends up happening is like your pelvic outlet, which like which is opening up to let the baby out, yes, um, gets wider mm -hmm. when you are either squatting or um, actually the alternative is is on your hands and knees, like doggy style, basically. Pretty much, which yeah. might be the reason that you got into this position. <laughs> ah, there it is. There it is. <laughs> I was waiting for uh, it. It so it makes it easier. However, there was some counter evidence to this. Um, I found a um, Reuters article that stated that um, laying down is tied to having higher odds of giving birth without instruments being involved. So without forceps uh, um, having see, to be used to grab the baby's head or right. um, that vacuum thing. And the reason you want to have an instrumentless birth um, is because you don't want to have to like wish the baby's head too much and it can cause like some doctors have squeezed too hard with the forceps and given brain damage to kids on the way out so like there's a lot of reasons why you you don't want to have instruments involved with your labor and exactly. it, and according to the study now the study was done in the uk and it said that 41 percent of mothers who labored while they were lying down had mm. what was called a spontaneous vaginal birth um which is basically the baby coming out without any issues, without needing someone to reach in, without uh, having to use a vacuum forceps or or, or C section. Yeah. Um, as opposed Which to women rare, who it? labored uh, in an upright position, they only had that happen thirty five percent of the time, oh, where boy. they just like give birth without any in instruments. Right. That said, though, it says that they labored in an upright position. That doesn't count um, hands and knees, obviously. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and when they say upright, they're not very clear as to what upright means. Yeah, I was going to ask. Like, I, I don't know if the women in the study were put in something that was similar to a birthing chair. I don't know if they were uh, squatting on their own or if they were, like, God forbid, they were standing Jeez. for some reason. Yes. So again, for um, people who missed out, this is the the 17th century uh, chair that we were, birthing chair that we were talking about. And then the yeah. second one that <clears throat> doesn't have the armchairs is one that's a little bit later on. And then... They, they're, 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 uh, I wouldn't and then, even say like, but then obviously they this have a is, date. Yeah, but this is obviously what the modern birthing chair looks like now. Yeah, um, and honestly, it's really cool. It actually like fully reclines and you can lay down on it. Yeah, like it looks um, way cozier than the latter. So it's fine. A hundred percent, and like it's it doesn't necessarily have like it does have stirrups there, but they're not as like wide. Yeah, yeah, so the, yeah. yeah. It's, so it's, it's just a it's huge, definitely... huge step up but yeah oh a hundred percent but we were just mostly um, absolutely floored that the fact that the reason why we lay down is because, is because king louis king, wanted to watch it some king several hundred years ago had a kink and now we fucking have to lay down for birth and that makes things worse for us which doesn't make sense and and medic and like honestly this is this is just like Scientists, what are you doing? Can we can we fix this? Gynecologist, what we are you find doing? Something, something or other. Well, okay. let's see. Can other we thing. get a middle? Can we get a middle? <laughs> yeah, like like maybe not quite laying down. I mean, there are people that do the the natural births in the the little uh the water births where they do them in the kitchen. Those are and stuff. great, actually. Uh, that's what I heard. I heard that they're amazing. Yeah. but at the same time, I'm also like, oh my god, the pain though that you must feel, like, woof. Um, I mean, I I, ju I think the toughest thing about a water birth is maybe keeping the water to like a warm temperature. Yeah, especially for the entire time if you're having a long like labor. You're having a long labor. <sighs> like Oof. I can imagine, like you need like a generator at that or point, something. At that point, you need a heater, like a full on. Yeah, heater. no, exactly. I I fully agree. So I'm just like, <laughs> so. But we just found that really interesting <clears throat> that that was the reason why that you had to lay down because like we never really thought of it. We were just like, oh, that's what doctors suggest. Everyone's been doing it, and then just add a you know out of nowhere, we're just like, oh yeah. Do you really want to know the reason why you lay down during birth? It's because of this French fuck, and you're like, because of this motherfucker. I gotcha. <laughs> Great. That's wonderful. There's just wow. No benefits. <laughs> cool. Great. So yeah, on top of this, like what ended up happening was uh, Alexis and I spiraled. We really <laughs> like did, and we, that's why we're here in this episode because we just <laughs> went crazy looking for research of like what else did we not know? What um, else do we not know? Because there's so much shit that your sex ed class, did my not sex cover. ed class, anyone's sex ed yep. class. Ooh. Um, we uh, we also, if you guys didn't know how chainsaws were invented. <laughs> Oh, um, fuck, I forgot about that. So chainsaws, uh, you would think, oh, yeah, that's used for, like, construction or lumber or, like, the lumber, like, uh, not community. What am I trying to think of? Um, uh, uh, no, you're right. Lumber. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah uh, kind of thing. You, you would think that it's I'm used sure they, for, I'm like. Sure they know what you mean. Yeah, you know, like, you would think that it's used logging? for, like, logging or something like that for that industry. Thank you, industry. The, like, lumber industry, right? No. Yeah. That is not what chainsaws are for. They were at least the, the, how they how they were invented. They were invented 
to to get through the pelvic floor. No, through the oh, bone. Oh no, the pelvic pelvic bone uh, for a C-section. Yeah. So, um, what <laughs> basically? Basically, see, this is I forgot to look this up. Um, we can look it up now. That's what. That's, that's what, what I'm doing. We're here. Uh, Julia reminded me. Uh, who's in the chat? Uh, she's the one that reminded me of that. And I was like, <clears> oh my god, I completely forgot about that. I can't wait to bring that up today. <laughs> and I was like, yep, I forgot that that's uh, one of. Uh, is it one or it's the reason that chainsaws were invented from what it is I the reason yeah that's what i thought i was like it is it was the, the reason, reason it, why it was... chainsaws exist it's kind of uh... it's nuts absolutely insane that i was just like yeah it was actually, so getting the baby out would wasn't... be more efficient Ooh, this is worse actually um oh, it was no. not for <laughs> not for the c-section actually Oh, wait, so um, then what was it for? It This was before the C-section. Oh, no. This was just to cut your pubic bone to have the baby come out. Okay, so that's what Julia was trying to say. It was just to get the baby yeah. out more efficiently. It was, it, yeah, it was, it was basically to get the... And apparently before the chainsaw mm. was invented... What were they doing before? Sawing you? like They were using a small knife to saw and remove the bone. I, I excuse the dead air because I'm in actual shock because I this was all done without anesthesia to a woman <laughs> in the middle of giving birth I hate it here I hate it and people have the audacity have the auda have the audacity to give us shit about like just women feeling weak everybody I want everyone to go hug your moms or anybody who has given birth in their lifetime because they didn't have to go through that. But the fact, the fact that women had to go through that, what the fuck? It was a baby bitch knife to get the baby. Yep, yeah. it was. It was a baby bitch. As a matter of fact, if you, if you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to copy Emotional and paste damage this. indeed. <laughs> I'm going to copy and paste this image to you. This is the version of the chainsaw that was created oh yes in, let me add it uh, one second one second i want everyone to see this hold on saving this image real quick i'm gonna add uh, it to for, the... for those who are just listening i'm gonna provide you with an apt description it looks like a dull knife with a chain wrapped around it and a hand crank on the side mm -mm. Oh, there you go friends uh... that is what it looks like <laughs> It's almost like mortality rates were absurd during birth. I wonder why. <laughs> oh, that's see, that's even that's not even counting the fact that doctors would go from uh, autopsying corpses to mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. delivering a Baby. child yep. without washing their hands yep. in between. Yep, yep. I and was literally kill about the to say that. Anyway. Yep, because the fact of just literal cross contamination. I would so... also I... Jesus. I would also like to point out uh, the C-section did exist before this. Um, the C-section's been around since like the Roman era. It is a misconception that yes. it's named a cesarean because of Julius Caesar, Caesar right? was born that way. Yeah, he was like um, he was like a survivor of a C-section or the only or the first or something like the that. First, the first, the first is what's commonly said. Yeah, um, that's that's not true because mm. if that were true, then his mother would certainly be dead. 
Uh, and according to historical documents, she lived to see him become the king of Britain, so... Well, there you go. <laughs> she de he definitely wasn't a C-section baby. That said, he did pass a law regarding C-sections, saying oh, that snaps. if the mother was doomed to death, that they should just cut the baby out to try and save it. Yeah, that sounds that's that sounds and, about right. Yep. And it's like like fuck the mom. If you can get the baby out, cut the baby out. So that's what that's what they did. Yep. Oh. Yep. Again, yep. um, if anyone in your life's like women are weak, like just just remember um, these tips. Just just yeah. just right here. His mom could just be stitched up roll cut though. <laughs> 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 Julia. <laughs> Why? Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. I can't. Uh, but then she would also have to survive infection, and I just don't believe that would happen. Not in ancient Rome. Era. Hello? <laughs> this is this is also the same era in which um, medical poultices containing herbs and seeds were mm -hmm. used to, like, leach out yep. gangrene infections, which yep. is not how that works. It's just... I... Not that they knew... Yeah, I was gonna say, they, you know, the, they didn't know, they don't have the knowledge and technology that clearly we have. Now, I'm just saying, like, yikes a ruby, you know what I mean? But, the, now but yeah, is... just know if you ever hear or see a chainsaw, now you know. Now you know the origin story of a chainsaw. Uh, and cow piss, is... don't forget the cow piss, Ben says. Oh, this is Lord. also the era of Gaius Plinius Secundus. Also, no. Could you imagine if she was the source of inspiration for Frankenstein? Says Julia. I, oh, I cannot. Maybe Frankenstein's bride. Uh, yeah, let's hope. Oh, um, it, it hurts me. For those of you who are not familiar with the name I just said, that is Pliny the Elder. Pliny the Elder is famous uh, because he wrote a book back in AD seventy nine. Oh, look at you uh, so so two thousand years ago, he wrote a book. Uh, or actually, it was earlier than eighty seventy nine. Um, he wrote a book called Na the the complete natural history, and a lot of even some current medical science is based off of what was in that natural history book because it he was trying to literally write the natural history. Of the entire world mm -hmm. in like one book, which is impossible. And also, you know, he didn't know everything. So sometimes this dude would just make shit up <laughs> and write it in there. The best example of this is um, the medical condition known as hysteria. Yeah, here we go. I remember you telling me about this. Um, uh, it was believed that at the time, that uh, women's uteruses were not um, uh, stable or stationed. Mm -hmm. They they believed that the uterus floated around the entire body, basically. <sighs> and that hysteria was when the uterus was in a place that was not good and it made women uh, emotionally unstable was the, mm. is the best way I'm going to put this. I hate it. <laughs> uh, and that lasted literally that thought. The idea that the uterus made women unhinged remained in history from AD like 50 
1950. Oh my god. So, we got some issues with Pliny the Elder, but also, he tried. I can't be that mad, but... And also, he died pretty horribly. Um, uh, he died during uh, the eruption of Mount Vesuvius. <laughs> uh, when the, like, um, the, the big, the last big, like, surge, um, like, the big, they call it a pyroclastic surge, mm -hmm. uh, from the volcano kept him from leaving the port, and he just, like, died. Like, on the shores, waiting to leave. <laughs> That's what vibrators were for. Oh my god. Uh, uh, yes, that is what vibrators were uh, because okay, uh, oh we're getting God. off. The subject. We're getting off. We're getting off the subject of pre pre uh, pregnancy. I really want to do a deep dive into the history of hysteria. Yeah, we can, uh, we can get into so that much. later. Yeah, <laughs> but but uh, but we're gonna come back to pregnancy because a lot of like uh, Pliny is not the source for a lot of like pregnancy mm -hmm. myths. Mm -hmm. A lot of it is just like shit that's been passed down. Like, from mother to daughter over the years. Yep. Which is why, at this point, now, like, here in the modern era, we're seeing a lot of, like, moms trying to pass down impractical or old advice, thinking that it's, like, the things. Yeah. That, that you know, uh, that you, sh you should do. Like, uh, giving a baby water within, like, the first three months and stuff like that. That definitely... No, don't do yeah. that. Who does that? What? Kid. Yeah, the heck. <laughs> um, another. Um, what is this? Another common. Oh, a, a thing. Another thing that they don't tell women about. I always joke around, and I keep saying, lest we decide to no longer be pregnant, because <laughs> oh I feel like these this <clears throat> information isn't isn't conveyed to us until. Yeah. Pregnancy happens? Or at least when you start, like, getting to that age where people, like, or if you're dating somebody, like, people start, like, asking you stuff, and then, or someone in your life is pregnant, and then they hear all the stuff, and then you talk about it. Like, it's never, like, like, any time before that. Like, you don't find out until it's already, like, either happening to you or happening to someone that's close to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, like, you never hear about preeclampsia, mm. which is, is something that can kill you yep uh another one like you is... hear about postpartum but like it's it's uh, i feel like not there's not enough information that people really understand about what postpartum is like everybody knows that most pregnant women will get that um not everybody will or sometimes they it ranges in different levels of postpartum mm -hmm. some people get it worse than others but like th nobody really understands like the symptoms that come with postpartum and it's not really it, it's really scary how how from zero to a hundred it can go for some people again oh, you, can yeah. be, you can be lucky and be like one of those people that has a very mild case of it and you can get through it pretty quickly and there are others that well you know like you've heard stories of people like hurting their children unfortunately because of their postpartum well, it happens see i was gonna get into that because there there tends to be when it comes to postpartum depression there tends to be two camps Mm -hmm. that people sit in that mm -hmm. are camps that they shouldn't even really be near really shouldn't. um yeah the first the first one is that that uh all women with postpartum depression will absolutely harm their children that is not true um that's, that is not that's true. a myth that's part of the um, whole myth or fact that one's a myth the other one uh is that postpartum depression doesn't exist what <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are there are still within our generations currently oh, women God. who believe that postpartum depression does not exist. Just because you and don't that, have it or that, you don't know anyone that that has it doesn't mean that you won't get it or like someone who's close to you will get it. Like hello? Like that's not how that works. Oh yeah, and like they don't That makes no sense. <laughs> they like it's it's from like a it comes from like a I didn't experience it. You're just being lazy. Mm -mm. Uh, kind of kind of mentality. Yeah. Um, I hate to use the here. term, but it is definitely a boomer thought. Oh yeah, for sure. Because they're like, oh, I didn't go through that. I was able um, to push through my you know whatever or like or I didn't go through that. I had you and everything was fine. It's like okay, that's great. That's good for you. Or maybe you drank your problems away. Who knows? I'm just saying. <laughs> like like it's just it's so dumb. Um, there's a really fantastic, uh, Reddit thread. I'm going to go through these pretty quickly because I want you to have the chance to go through, like, the cost of childbirth. Oh, yeah, 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 sure. Um, uh, they put up a, someone put up a Reddit thread that was like, um, share the realities of pregnancies that are not represented in movies. Mm. And, uh, the most enlightening responses were, in movies, they show mothers with, like, a huge grin on their face when they see their baby in real life. Uh, new mothers don't always fall head over heels for their children, and they experience an immense amount of guilt over that. Like they don't insta bond with your like if you if you feel like you're not insta bonding with your baby, you're not a good mom. Mm -hmm. And that happens more often than not, just because like you've just been through this traumatic experience of giving birth. Like you could also be drugged um, up. Like you're tired. Yeah, <laughs> like, you, been in you don't. Labor for you don't have. Hours. Like you don't yeah, have to be like. To I gave this. Look at this baby. It's beautiful and it's my. No, you could be like, oh my god, that's great. I'm I'm glad I need a nap. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna go sleep. I'm gonna go sleep now. Okay. All right. Good. Take the baby away from me, or maybe you know, charge me freaking the forty dollars to hold it. I can't. Sorry. We'll get to that. Um, uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> the depression and the anxiety also can kick in before the baby is even born, just because mm -hmm. you have like so much of an upheaval in your body when it comes to the hormones. Yeah. Um. After you've given birth, um, you can uh lose your hair. Mm -hmm. uh, because of all of the nutrients that are just like just running out yeah, of the body. Yeah, because you literally, point. for nine months, you were <clears throat> having hormones just completely surging uncontrollably through your body. Nine months fully. You had nutrients, you had all these things. And then just within an, an evening or even a day, like that's completely taken out. Like it's not even gradual. It's it's gone. Yeah, it's you, just gone. You're literally quitting cold turkey of everything that you just went through for nine months. Sometimes even longer, sometimes even shorter. It really depends. But like it, your body doesn't get used to that right away. I don't care who you are. <laughs> like yeah, like like you. There's some heavy recovery going on yeah. when you're when you're dealing with having not, a kid. And not to mention, even though that's just maybe like emotional stuff in the sense, but like there's also like and obviously physical stuff. But like there's actual physical stuff in the sense of like you were talking about earlier, of just you know like your body just trying to like repair itself in that sense yeah, of like because... especially having vaginal like a natural vaginal birth like you're gonna have tears and things like it's just it's... yeah absolutely and um that's that that actually like yeah you can nicely go goes nice yeah. nicely goes into the 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 article or the the post that i read of mm -hmm. someone talking about the blood clots that come out of your body guys the, the after blood... giving birth the 
So when Sarah was, uh, <laughs> when she was telling me the size of these clots that come out of women who just gave childbirth, they are the size of a lemon. A, Not, a lemon. That's a, that's a blood it, clot. <laughs> it was, it was very specific to, um, the post. They were like, not a 2D lemon, like you imagine it. Like a full ass whole, imagine a three-dimensional lemon. lemon. And that's, that's the size of the blood, the blood clots clot. that they're coming that are coming out of a woman after birth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Crazy. Because because it's getting rid of all of the extraneous tissue and yeah. things that shouldn't be there anymore. Like, like yeah. it's it's basically a, like a year's worth of period all at once. Yeah, because the fact that you literally didn't. I mean, there are some people who still get their period while they're pregnant. So that's also another thing that people like. That think is true. That, uh, I always thought it was really funny that there are women that have gone to the doctor and been like, oh, I can't be pregnant because I've had my period every month. And then they find out they're like three, four months pregnant. And they're like, I'm sorry, what? And it's like, no, dude, you could totally still have your period while you're pregnant. That is definitely a thing it just shouldn't be it shouldn't be heavy it should it could be light and you can still be um what is it spotting but yeah. like if you're gushing then there's a problem then yeah you should yeah, go to the absolutely. doctor but like yeah obviously if you were just kind of spotting or very light periods like as soon as your body has gotten you know through that very traumatic and crazy experience like it's time to be like all right i gotta shed everything and start from scratch so yeah it's gonna be pretty oof. It's gonna be huge. It's, it is unpleasant to say the least. Mm -hmm. And and for the for the penis owners in in the chat that are listening, um, I would I would also like to, as mentioned <laughs> as mentioned by this lemon clot post, I would also like to mention, do not here we go invite anyone to your house after your significant other has given birth mind you we also understand that, that if there are parentals that want to come over and do those things like just discuss that stuff first don't just like have them yeah. come over all willy-nilly because and, like and she needs time to or they need time to recover in general yeah. so like like yeah i agree sensei uh says nope no one's coming by for a couple of months like yeah that's 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 a good that's, that's a good a, sentiment to a, have yeah I mean, just base it off of how your significant other is is doing mm -hmm. in the healing process. You definitely also want to have that time to bond with your kid. Yeah, but, exactly. Um, but also, if you need help, like that's fine. If you have people come over, parents, grandparents, whatever. But also, just know that like you also should let her have her privacy. You know, um, like the thing that uh, that uh, Sarah was bringing up during the article of talking about is like learning how to breastfeed that's not going to happen overnight and even or in the hospital you need time to like learn that out so if you're just going to be whipping a tit out you know you got to be careful you know and you don't want a bunch of people over who are like let me see the baby it's like okay i'm trying to trying to do a thing mind you if it was me i'd be like all right well you better help me you're gonna you're gonna move my boobies around like help me out <laughs> like you know what i mean but like right but like that's it like obviously just having I know it's tough because you're like, oh my gosh, we haven't slept and we have a new baby in the house and all this kind of stuff. But having a game plan, if you can, uh, beforehand um, is great. And then you can obviously adjust it as you go. Because let's say if like you guys had a plan, you're like, nobody, we don't want anybody over for the next two months. And then maybe it starts to get really hard and your your significant other is like, okay, maybe a little help. And then you can invite grandparents or whoever to come Yeah, by. no, 100%. Yeah. I, so think, I think the best decision in 
or like the best like metric for deciding when people can come over after your partner has given birth it's just communication is, really is well no no i mean like the best like metric to go by yeah, 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 is, yeah, yeah, yeah. is is the person who's coming over Going coming to over you. to help <laughs> are they coming over to help or are they coming over to be entertained because if they're coming over to be entertained they're going to be sorely disappointed yep because they're there to help they yeah. are there to help not to help help <laughs> yeah it's true there's, there's it's helping true. Yeah, I'm no. gonna type it in the chat, yeah. and then halepping, which is pretending to help, but is actually functionally useful. No, it's true. Um, but yeah, like the whole point is obviously like if people want to show off their baby, like that's totally fine. Clearly, that's what they want to do, and that's totally cool. Mm -hmm. But know that if you are gonna be one of those people that they're like they've invited into their home, you have you have to be like in the in the good spot because clearly they're like we you're totally fine to be here um but at least try <laughs> at least try to help out if you can oh yeah absolutely like would... if you're invited over to someone's house after they've, after they've given birth you, ask you're if clearly they need in a good washed. circle ask, <laughs> ask if they need if they need dishes done ask if you need to run to the store for them like yeah don't expect like, to just like come over and please? just sit around like at least just you know i know that sounds like a lot it's like oh i can't you guys invited me here it's like no i just pushed out this eight pound being like can you you know i haven't been home for the past like 24 maybe you know 48 hours do you mind you know take our dog for a walk or something <laughs> like just just little things it doesn't have to be like you know cinderella clean the entire house or anything we're just saying like you know moves you know yeah, make them dinner or, yeah, get them some good taste. Oh my gosh, I bet you after nine months of either not drinking alcohol or having sushi or whatever the heck, or whatever favorite foods that she probably or they probably wanted, like, they would probably absolutely adore, you know, like having like their favorite food being taken to them, favorite wines, alcohol or whatever. I mean, I don't think that most um, women who just had their babies can drink right away, but I also, again not going to uh send them if they do to be honest so it's it's really up to obviously them but like the whole point that that sarah and i are trying to make is the fact that like offer to help try to just you know give them a little bit of something because it's it's going to be tough for them for the next what 18 years of of this kid's life <laughs> like you can, at least give, you can at least give them like at least a little bit of help at least in the beginning um okay because you know they I'm can gonna, do it for you go ahead i'm gonna quickly shotgun through all of all of the things that can happen yes uh that they don't tell us about here we go um gestational diabetes you can become diabetic nope. while you're pregnant and only my aunt, while you're pregnant my aunt my aunt became diabetic during her pregnancy with my with my cousin straight up and she is not diabetic anymore it was crazy i was like what she's like yeah i don't know um so insane there, uh, hang on. Uh, there's also uh, something there. called gravi gravitus hypermesium. I probably that? am getting that that entire thing super wrong because um, I'm trying to remember it off the top of my head. No, it fine. is a condition in which you have morning sickness, Ow. but it's not it's not morning sickness. It is you can't hold anything down. Oh no. Like it, and that happens for the duration of the entire pregnancy. Most women who develop this condition um oh, uh hypermesis gravitarium. Haha. -ha! <laughs> um uh it's basically like like your body just is not I don't like pregnancy basically. Jeez. And you're just constantly 
you're just constantly throwing up. And oh. and instead of gaining weight, uh, women who lose weight develop this often lose weight. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and often get put on bed rest because their blood pressure yep. will drop so dangerously low yep. that it could kill the baby. Um, yeah. You're also not supposed to be stressed out in any way, shape, or form. Nope. When you have this. Nope. Um, you can develop food intolerances uh, during your pregnancy, You can, and, and it'll stay afterwards. Yep. So, like, you can become lactose intolerant and then, like, become wheat intolerant, yeah. like, depending. Depending on it, yeah. Um... What's another one? Yeah, I think my mom can't eat papayas after Matt's birth, I think, or something. There's some sort of fruit that, like, she can't eat because she used to eat either so much of it or the smell of it, like, used to make her so sick. I cannot remember for the life of me what it was, but she, like, she couldn't do it, and she still can't. And Maddie's almost 21, and she still can't do it. It's insane how much that, that pregnancy can change you. And it was only, mm -hmm. and he was a preemie, so, like, he had, she had him early. So the fact mm -hmm. that, like, she still can't do it after that many years is kind of nuts. Like... It's it's uh, it's not surprise. It's it's pretty common. Mm -hmm. um, another it's thing is um, they'll show that the baby bump will go away right after birth, and it doesn't. Yeah, that 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 never made sense to me. Like in movies, or I mean, in, of of course, like I feel bad because like celebrities are able to lose their baby bumps or at least hide them very well after birth. But and then like women who've just had their babies are like, oh, my baby bump is still here. It's like no, no, no. Yeah, these, but they, these women they have, have a professional money. trainer, yeah. and they, yeah, they have money, they and, have they, money. and they have money. Yeah, they have re exactly. They have resources and trainers and uh, chefs who can make them, you know, healthy stuff, and they don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. But you know, obviously, women at you know that are looking at social media and all this kind of stuff are not thinking of that. They're just seeing it and going, oh, "Why can't I do that?" And it's like, no, 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 no. You're fine. You're doing great. Uh, uh, you're your gums can recede and your teeth your teeth can rot as I a result of pregnancy. I did not know that. Holy smokes. Because it's it's that same thing that mm -hmm. takes away your hair. It's mm -hmm. it's because you're losing a bunch of nutrients. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, um okay. Oh, what? <laughs> uh some uh some women like like have permanent changes to their body occur. So like uh they'll go up a shoe size. Mm -hmm. Some women's eye eyesight will deteriorate and mm -hmm. then they need glasses. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. Um, that. Like, uh, a, there's a lot. There's a lot of there's stuff. There's so <laughs> there's so much. I'm 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 literally trying to go through it. Um, uh, like fatigue, like the 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 extreme levels of fatigue that you mm -hmm. go through while pregnant. While pregnant, there's something yeah. that they call mommy brain. Yeah. Um, and, just... and mommy brain is not just because the mom is so tired. No, it's because. It's, they're literally lacking all of the chemical nutrients yep. they need to yep. remember shit constantly. Yep. That's why, which is funny because we always say that like moms know where everything is, but then you try to ask them about something and they're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And you're like, what? <laughs> How do you remember exactly where the remote was three weeks ago, but you can't tell me about a memory that I had or like a, a, a thing that I did like a week ago? And it's like, oh, I don't know. And then you're just like, what? And then you realize that's why. Because, as Ben put it so nicely in chat, uh, the baby is a parasite. <laughs> it is. It's a parasite. Babies are, are in fact, parasites. Um, uh, another, another thing that occurs um, 
is uh, that after after birth, you are bleed like we mentioned, you're bleeding a lot. Just all Therefore, the time. Uh, most most women wear adult diapers for several weeks, and afterwards, um, sneezing or laughing too hard might cause them to urinate or defecate as a result. Yo, we know. I'm not gonna name her name because that would be messed up. But like. Uh, we Sarah and I know a mom who literally uh, did that, and she was like, "What was she at? Like at a like a party or a gathering or something like that?" And I was just like, "Oh my god, I that sounds awful." Yep. <laughs> it happens, you know. Um, like I can't even imagine. Like, woof. Uh, they there there's also no mention like you don't see in movies or television um Braxton Braxton Hicks contractions. Yes, which yes. can happen like months before the baby is born. Yep, and you're just like, what is happening? And um, it's just it is just not fun. But you have to like experience that kind of stuff like way before the babies even do. Um, if nuts. you've never had hemorrhoids before, you probably will. Yep. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um. Women can develop pelvic floor dysfunction, which is basically your pelvic floor isn't doing what it's supposed to do. Yeah. And it can cause certain parts of your bits to prolapse. Mm -hmm. um, they get um, gas. Yep. Well, apparently the gas is like really bad with pregnancy. Yeah, no, and it's and like people, I think people forget that when when women or sorry, when when people who are able to get pregnant uh get pregnant like it, the baby's not just chilling like i mean it is chilling in in the uterus and everything like that but like you have to remember because the baby's getting pretty big it's moving all of your internal organs like all of it oh yeah so, and it's kicking them too. and it's yeah and you're thinking oh my god it's so cute when it kicks it's like nah this kid's actually doing like a double a double sidekick into <laughs> my bladder right now yeah um and that's just one of those things that it's like you know it's like oh why are you so gassy or this and this and this like you know like you in your brain you know why it's happening but like you don't really think about it like oh my god like my bladder is like up in my chest right now because the baby's oh taking god. up all my room julia yeah I'm, i read it so julia <laughs> wrote in the chat that it's rare but some women lose their vision visual disturbances are common symptoms of high blood pressure high blood pressure but blindness is possible there are cases where eyesight will come back a year after giving birth nope I also just found out about one too that I didn't know was a thing. Yes, Apparently, debilitating carpal tunnel. Yes, I did know about this. Um, I didn't know about this. I was about to bring. I was about to. I was about to uh, uh, bring it up, but I like. I don't know the full ins and outs, but I have heard of it before. Um, my mom hated me during pregnancy. She couldn't wait to cut me out. I was a C-section. Cute. Um, <laughs> the perfection of the human body is proof of intelligent design. Look, again, this is the other thing I was telling Julia and Sarah this when we were talking earlier. It just it boggles my brain after everything that women go through and all of the uh, risks that you get and it's not even like tiny risks like actual risks i mean people died giving birth to children everything, <laughs> everything i've listed can cause permanent damage in anyone's body for an extended period of time the debilitating yeah uh carpal tunnel the debilitating carpal tunnel mm -hmm. while it will go away it'll resolve itself after birth um can damage your tendons for the rest of your life yeah so, the constant like gastrointestinal distress will leave your gastrointestines yep. uh, distressed for months after. Yeah, like I think sometimes it's... years after or permanently after. Again, and... this is this is not me like taking like lack of a better term a stab at uh, 
uh like cis men in this sense i just i'm tired <laughs> i'm so tired <laughs> of hearing people like giving shit to women saying that they're like the weaker uh gender role or whatever it's like do you not see the the crap all 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 our penis having people all i have to do is put the seed inside and then that's it and then and then obviously be around and help out and obviously support and do you know oh. be be a dad like that's fine that's, but they don't have to go through the actual me. health risks of going through that whole thing like hello what <laughs> i i just you just reminded me of this fucking cringy ass fucking message that i saw uh it was on <laughs> Uh, I think it was on Are the Streets Okay? Oh my god. Um, and it was an image that was like, it was like a screenshot of mm -hmm. a TikTok and mm -hmm. that just had the text there. Mm -hmm. And the text was like, don't you know pregnancy hurts men too? It hurts us to see you in pain. And I'm like, oh, you, fuck you. <laughs> oh, I was actually seeing a TikTok of <laughs> this guy who was complaining to his other guy friends that if, um... Uh, if his significant other, which he doesn't have, by the way, if his significant other decided to let herself go after having kids, like, that, that it would put their marriage in, like, trouble or something. And I was like, oh, okay, sure, whatever. And I'm like, how are you making already future decisions about someone you don't have? What? I hate it here. I hate it here. Like, it just doesn't um, make I'm sense. Oh. People, listen, this is why I I am endeavoring, I need to be better about it too, because even I make the mistake of 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 using the term pussy as an insult. See, this is what I'm it talking is about. Not. This is what I'm talking about. The pussy it goes through so much. <laughs> no. Every uh, time. Yeah, go ahead. Um uh I'm I'm gonna wrap this up with um uh or at least the discussion of like things that they don't tell us lest we desire never to be pregnant <laughs> i mean i still do but you know uh, uh that's a topic with, for another day <laughs> with with the reddit post that also fueled my desire to discuss this topic yes uh it was it was from a woman on am i the asshole um she said i gave birth to my daughter a few weeks ago my experience was traumatic and um that she was in pain for hours. She had to go. Her husband was with her the whole time. And in the delivery room, um, she pooped herself. Like, while she was giving birth. Which is extremely common. Yeah, like, literally. I cannot. Stress that enough. Yeah, if you're I cannot pushing, stress that enough. You're trying to push a child out of you. So, obviously, when you're pushing that hard, other things are going to come out. Sorry. Like, yeah, deal with it. It's, <laughs> it's completely common. Um, apparently, her husband... Fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently her husband thought it was hilarious and kept laughing at her and kept saying that they needed to get her diapers for her oopsies. Uh, which really chipped away at her self-esteem and confidence while she's already postpartum. So, they were at uh, his parents' New Year's Eve together. She excused herself to her bathroom, and while she was getting up, he said, Oh, yeah, you should go quickly, because we don't want any accidents like the one we had in the hospital. You know what I mean? Oh, my God, I'm so tired of it. Jesus and his Christ. family, like, started cracking up and laughing, and her, bro her brother-in-law was like, good one. And she was so 
astonished and angry and ashamed that she lost her shit on him, like yelled at the top of her lungs, calling him cruel and insensitive to be using the difficult experience of birthing his child as a joking matter and humiliating her in front of his family. And apparently that could not be had because apparently he was like, I'm like, I, he was just joking and I went overboard with my reaction and should have just sucked it up till we got home so we could address this privately. Oh my God. So like, God forbid she calls him out in front of everybody about what a dick he's being, but he can be a dick to her in public. <laughs> like, fuck you. Yeah, that's the I other hate, thing is that I it's like, people. I, I, yeah, same. Um, like, I get it. Like, obviously, like, we all, at least us as close friends, we'll take, we'll take little, like, snipes at each other. Sure. But, like, you don't give someone actual shit for going through something like that. Like, I don't care who you are. Like, anything that happens as a result of birth is like Vegas. You don't talk about it. You don't it. talk about it. What happens during birth stays at birth. Like, you don't need to bring it up. And especially, like, I understand that, like, maybe in your brain, like, he thought, like, ah, oh, you know, it's it's a funny thing. Like, who cares? Like, you know, but it's like, well, clearly you do because you keep bringing it up. And it's like, I don't really like to talk about me, you know, shitting on a hospital floor while I was trying to give birth to your kid. Like, it's... And I don't really yeah. like that you're using it for laughs. Like, so yeah, maybe I'm just absolutely tired of it. Sure, should we have talked about this at some point earlier? Maybe. Uh, did he listen? I don't know. Because again, that's the other problem with Am I the Assholes? We don't know if there was conversations prior, if it just kind of happened. There's all these other things that are being intertwined in the conversation that there's a lot of missing plot points, as I like to call it, in that way. But like, it's just... There's definitely certain things it's just like, dude, just stop. Don't make fun of your just, wife for giving birth. Like, let things don't, happen. Don't like, make fun of, it's make fun it's natural. of anyone who's given birth. Yeah, it doesn't matter what happens, like, what, whether okay. they pass. It's like, we wouldn't make... Would you like it if we made fun of you for passing out at seeing, like, the birth of your kid? Like, is that... Is that okay? Like, I, I don't mean, think so. People on TV do, but, Of like, course, but, like, it shouldn't be a thing because, like, it's... It's normal. Like, there obviously... We go. Yeah, don't make a joke out of my trauma unless you're very prepared to get absolutely shit on. Granted, dark humor is a thing and I personally enjoy it. Don't be surprised if suddenly you find out that your joke wasn't funny. That was from Julia in the chat. Yeah. And it's true. And people just don't understand that, like, it wasn't just like a simple, like, you know, uh, we were at like dinner and I like shit myself. Even then, that's still traumatic. But like, I was giving birth to your child. Like, we don't, we really don't need to bring this up like in front of people mm -hmm. or during dinner or and wherever he, the hell like come on dude based off, of this, based off of the context it seems like his family knew about it too and that mm -hmm. he like made light of it already yeah you probably did it all the time and it's like dude we get it like it's fine there is a specific kind of relationship where that is okay and you know if you have it if there's any question shut the fuck up exactly like exactly everybody knows like everybody knows the type of friends that you have where you can have that type of dark humor and you can understand there's also a line with dark humor where you can hit them and be like huh you've been kind of joking about a, that a lot are you okay <laughs> you know like we there's there's little things like that where you can do that but clearly if it's something that's really bothering you and they're not getting the hint then they or you you've told them and they still won't stop like that's clearly like a giant red flag and also they're mm -hmm. completely being an asshole it's not funny mm -hmm. stop just absolutely stop like stop 
get some help exactly <laughs> um it's just it's really dumb and i don't understand we all we also usually get one side of the story but at the same time it's like 80 20 justified not the asshole versus the asshole writing the story yeah it's just it's it's a lot it, it really depends so but at the same time like again it's just pretty common knowledge to be like if you have that type of relationship that's cool but like you know just mind your p's and q's she literally gave birth to your child like shut like, up dude <laughs> like, until oh. you're pushing until you're pushing a watermelon out of a what was the the, the size? kiwi sized hole something like that yeah i think that's what they were saying kiwi size can't can't and having lemon-sized no. blood clots coming out of you, you can't talk. Like, no, shitting not, is the, not, is the last it, thing, is the very last thing I should be worried about right now. Like, <laughs> absolutely. Like, okay, yeah, that happened, but I'm still, there's still lemon-sized blood clots leaving my body. Absolutely choke on it. <laughs> like, you know? A hundred percent. Jesus. Um, and then, and then there's how much? Looky here, guys. So, we, we've talked about the the myths the facts the full not the full process but you kind of get the majority of it but like did anybody actually put into numbers how much having a baby just just the delivering portion not having having your baby schools all that kind of stuff like the actual like whole from like conceivement to like you delivering baby in hospital it is insane sarah and i did so much research because it is <laughs> nuts and again we're only talking in america we don't know anything about europe asia or anything like that but here in the states it is absolutely insane to have like give birth in a hospital it is just why um so what i was able to look was the average cost of having a baby the average price of having a vaginal like a natural delivery is between five thousand and eleven thousand usd in most states um and this is according to the the data collected by fair health um and this is is this is this insured is no what, is this like uh, what you're paying is this what you're paying after your insurance takes care it doesn't of it doesn't say as of right now oh, um, so that's even scarier um and then the average cost for a c-section birth ranges from i mean that's probably why they're giving you a range but like 7500 to about fourteen thousand. and then comp that's not even including complications like if you have complications like during birth oh, mm -hmm. yeah so that's not even added to that and then again depending on the state that you're living in it changes as well so it says here the key factors that influence the final cost of childbirth include the state its cost of living the type of birth delivery whether or not the patient has health insurance while the exact cost of childbirth ranges between anywhere between four thousand to twenty thousand uh there's two states with the highest and lowest childbirth costs the highest okay. one in the u.s is alaska um, with insurance, it's $10,000 to have a kid. Holy shit. $10,681, according to at least uh, an article. This article was in uh, 2021, so just last year. Okay. Without okay. insurance is $19,775 USD. So, uh, so, so yeah. since they put the average of raising a child from birth to 18, to 18 is 245000 like of it. I it's more than that, but sure. It's too, well... But I guess it's an average, so I guess it it's depends. An, it's an average. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so hang fine. on. I will buy a car. Um, thank you, Jesus Christ. Not unless you get some girl pregnant. <laughs> uh, you will be getting that and a car. <laughs> 
I thought it was actually a million. It would make sense if it was a million, to be honest. I think it depends on how you're raising a child, though, because, like, raising a child is very different to a lot of different people. <laughs> Let's be real. Um, while Sarah's looking up more more research there... Uh... Oh, I, I was, no, I was just doing some math. Okay, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, 19,000 is, is seven. That means just the birth alone is seven responsible for 7.6% of raising a kid. That's huge. Yeah. That's so much. <laughs> I know. I know. In comparison to everything. What? That's in Alaska. But I guess because the fact that, like, that's maybe including, because it's, so it's so small. Yeah, that that's why, I guess. And maybe they're not, like, I don't know. I think it should have been the opposite because it's so small. But I guess, I guess not. Um, did you, you heard about the lady who mm -hmm. had to, who mm -hmm. had to pay. We were talking about this earlier. Yeah, uh, well, the woman who had to pay yeah, so money. I have, so speaking of uh money or costs we'll get into the lowest state in a second if you look here oh yeah that's right um for audio listeners we have a bill from somebody uh i don't remember what state this was in i'll have to if you have the article still oh, up please uh, let me know i think i do give me one second uh it just i know it's in the u.s i just don't know where in the u.s this was because it was on i know it was a reddit thing but if you look here where it's highlighted this skin to skin after c-section she had to pay 39.35 to hold her child skin to skin by the way so she was billed 40 dollars to do that but look at how like her entire bill is she has level one level three delivery c-section her delivery c-section was three thousand one hundred and six dollars Skin to skin after C-section for $39.35. Lactation consult was $60. Build for the select medical zero. But like all the other stuff, like it's just insane to me that But look at look at how much the insurance paid. Yeah. Which is crazy to me. Like the total charges was thirteen thousand two hundred and eighty dollars. But because of the payments and, and they adjustments, paid. they took eleven thousand of that. Right, which means that they still Don't owe have... out of pocket sixteen hundred dollars. I love it. What is that quantity column? Yo, I have no fucking idea, bro. <laughs> um, but either way, like it's it's a mess. I don't understand what the quantity is. Why is it thirty-eight for level three and nineteen for maybe, level one? I don't know. Maybe maybe the quantity is just it's not an actual quantity. It's like a, the code, so it implements the correct thing. Ah, uh, yeah, that could be it. That could make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what the fuck is seventy-nine deliveries? Yeah, like <laughs> did you deliver for seventy-nine <laughs> minutes? Like what is that? Also, um, also, um, that whole the lac the lactation consultant that is uh not something you can skip. No, you're not allowed. That is that yeah. is given to you. Like that is that is that, that is, is you have to learn. You have to learn to do that in hospital. Like you can't go. Oh uh, no, thank you. It's like no, 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 no. Here you go. <laughs> like they'll just show up and they're like, I'm here. I'm here to teach you. <laughs> and it's like, uh, no. oh, okay. Here to show you how to do the thing because not mm -hmm. everyone knows how to do the thing and babies don't even know how to do the thing. You and even, even if, but unless this, I think it's, um, but I think if you've had your second, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> they charge you per cut. Um, I believe that um, when you've had your like second or third child, they still come in even though you've done it before, but I think they've like, if you're having trouble, they can still help you with it. Cause it'd be like, mm -hmm. oh, my first child was fine. And they can like help you through it. So it's not like, oh, they're here to help you if it's your first kid. It's like, no, 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 no. They're there every time you have birth. Like, sorry. <laughs> like, that's how so it is. Wait, what, what is the lowest, the lowest state? 
give, oh yes, like, sorry. What, so what state gives us the best deal? So for everybody who box. wants to know, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know my bill. Medical took care of it. And oh, hi Janelle, welcome on in. Hi Janelle. She she had a baby last year, so she can tell you. I know. Uh, so cute. Uh, such a cute bab. Um, so the cheapest state to, uh, sorry, let me come back here because I I was looking at the. The other one, the cheapest state to have babies in is none other than Alabama. Well, Alabama with insurance. Yep. <laughs> with Alabama with a natural delivery, it costs you $4,000 with insurance. Without insurance, it's about $9,000. C section with imagine? or without insurance for each state enhance, uh, they enhance your final cost significantly. So they didn't even give us a number. So can you imagine? It's like, okay, we'll just go to Alabama and just have birth there. <laughs> <laughs> We'll just cross over the state line to Alabama, give birth there, come back. Mm -mm. <laughs> Do all the prenatal stuff somewhere else. Jesus. But yeah. Good lord. Oh uh, my goodness. So, like, oh, uh, since we were talking about C-section, mm -hmm. uh, I, I wanted to share this lovely uh, information. This, uh, this apparently evolutionary, uh, evolutionally? Mm -hmm. Is that the word I want to use? Evolutionarily? Evolutionarily, so uh, did you see that? <clears throat> what Janelle said. Huh? But if I no. had to pay my co-payment to have her kid was five hundred. <laughs> oh my god! Just to have my own child, I can't. Like what the fuck? I don't That's, understand. Like, like, okay, it's already stressful enough to have a child because of <laughs> all of the things. One, too? <laughs> one that uh, you know, like giving birth is traumatic and difficult then the after is traumatic and difficult and then they want to saddle you with debt <laughs> i mean you're already gonna have debt because you, you have mean? a child <laughs> they just want to start you off real early you're already in debt <laughs> your they, body is in debt and they wonder why they wonder why us kids uh or us millennials are not having children right away like hello or gen z or whatever the hell is happening like we're not having kids which we'll get to later on in the sections here but like what the fuck that's not including the epidural i got either oh like i can't i can't it's just it doesn't make sense make it make sense jeez right. sorry sarah go ahead speaking of evolution and things like that uh and and things that are happening with millennials Another thing that's occurring, and this is something that, that is a theory, it is not confirmed. So I'm not going to say like, oh, factually, this is happening. Yes. But currently in the UK, they are studying um, C-sections. And basically, the, the there are women whose um, birth canals are too narrow to actually give birth. And back in like, the olden days, if your hips were too narrow to give birth to the baby, you died. So did the baby. Uh, but now we have C-section. And, and we have safe C-sections, yes. right? So if the baby can't fit down the birth canal, um, it's C-sectioned out. Which means that the genes with the that that created the narrow hips will continue on through the baby and so on and so forth. So the, the, the rate of, um, they call it fetopelvic disproportion, which is when the baby doesn't fit through the birth canal, that rate has gone up fairly substantially. Mm -hmm. And they're saying that modern medical intervention is causing, from an evolutionary perspective, people's bodies to change in order to not 
be able to give birth, essentially. <laughs> like, our hips are narrowing over time. Yeah. Because there's we have C-sections to, mm. to, to, to take care of the issue. Yeah. So, so basically, in, I don't know, let's say another 2,000 years, we yeah. might not we might not be able to have vaginal births. They might be a myth. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. And even like it's funny that you bring that up too because there was an article I think it was uh right in the beginning of the pandemic that Korea was like losing their or South Korea was like losing their marbles because there was a lot of young people who just weren't having children and they're like what's going to happen to the population blah 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 and they were just like and they were interviewing like doing like man on the street type of in, like interviews and they were just like it's just too expensive or i i have a lot of things i want to do or just like not even like health reasons just like their own specific reasons of what they want to do and it's just kind of interesting how like because one they probably like there's also a lot of people who don't know the medical side of like the risks of pre pregnancy plus all of the other stuff that goes along with a lot of us who can't have kids you know because the fact of again financial uh, situations and all this kind of stuff there's just there's literally a collection of just like it's just insane of just people just not having kids and then yeah just the fact of just like who knows what's going to happen in 2000 years time like what's what are we going to be doing you know like how is that going to work out like i'm i i know that we're not going to be alive during that time but i would love i would love to know <laughs> you know like how how does that work out because i mean even though what technology is always changing too like there could obviously be something to help with that eventually but like it is kind of nuts to think about like there's just so much going on there like, there there is and um oh sensei brought up a good thing saying like china is dealing with this issue as well <laughs> I, we're just gonna continue with that <laughs> We're just going to ignore that. For anybody who's wondering what's happening in the audio, just don't worry about it. <laughs> We're moving on. <laughs> my wife is a pain in my butt. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, I was reading recently, and I'm looking up the article right now just because we didn't plan to talk about this topic. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I was reading recently how uh, right now, because of cultural, uh, some cultural norms in Japan, mm -hmm. And uh, kind of like a breakthrough of cultural norms in Japan, that the birth rate is substantially low, and they actually think that they aren't going to be able to produce more Japanese people. Right. Uh, within like like thirty or forty years, just mm. because like that, like essentially they just there won't be like <laughs> yeah, because they're not they're not. But I I, I like I'm gonna say right now off the bat deeply incorrect about this also you got a ring yeah i i see it you can go continue <laughs> you're fine you're good go ahead um so so yeah it's basically hang on let me see if i can find the information because mm. i want to be i don't want to speculate too much about birth rates in japan <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness um uh for people I don't understand <laughs> for people who are listening while while Sarah's researching, uh, for audio listeners, again, if you want to catch us live on Thursdays at 8 p.m., you get to see and hang out with uh, the live chat. We actually just got 
uh, rated from a wonderful other podcast called Nerdy Curious, where they talk about everything that you're curious that uh, has to do with stuff that's nerdy. Um, you should definitely check them mm. out at twitch.tv slash nerdy curious. Uh, definitely some really great discussions if you haven't checked them out. I definitely think you, I swear I'm not sponsored by them. Uh, I'm not their spokesperson, but I am a fan. <laughs> but yes, thank you for the raid. I appreciate it. Um, anyway, so um, for anybody who's just joining us again, we're just uh, we're just talking about uh, just the future of, of pregnancy and childbirth <clears throat> and how that, uh, how that is uh, changing quite differently with the years coming through. So yeah. Sarah, what'd you find so far? I I'm currently looking at uh statistics from Nikkei Asia about mm -hmm. um why and, and it actually doesn't just say Japan specifically, it's Japan and South Korea that the birth rate has fallen um below 1.5, which is the wow the threshold for a sharply declining population mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. last year in korea this was written in 2021 so so 2020 korea the birth rate dropped to 0.84 yeah that's what i was that's what i was reading uh back in that in 2020 Which, that yeah the only i this is i know this is a dumb question this is a very dumb oh, thing no. to say. I, I am deeply aware that this is a dumb thing mm -mm. to say out loud mm -mm. how does one have 0.84 of a baby <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> i i genuinely don't understand i i i i i know that's not what that i know that's not what that means i just i just think it's funny that the birth rate is point is like a range <laughs> it's like eight average eight. numbers <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Tragically, oh, Sarah, yeah. they have it. Tragically. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, hi, everyone from Nerdy Curious. I'm so sorry that I've driven you away with my pure stupidity. We're just having a ball here. Don't, uh, don't blame us. Here. Uh, remember how we were talking about dark humor earlier? Yeah, welcome. <laughs> this is what we're talking about. <laughs> this is what we mean. This is the type of humor that we can all talk about and still, you know, understand. <laughs> With great sorrow, Sarah. Walls cursing the gods. No, Nat, why? I feel bad for even saying it now. <laughs> I, um, I have nothing. I, I'm just going to sit here and be quiet now. <laughs> I I just look. I I know it's average numbers. I just think it's weird that it averages out to less than a full baby. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Back. Oh my god. That's fine. Um, if you want, if you want to know why birth rate is so low, though, uh, uh, go back and and listen to the rest of this podcast. <laughs> Um, because oh my God. we we went we went through everything from like all of the stuff that can happen to you before to all of the stuff that happens to you during, during to all of the horrible shit that happens to you after, after. <laughs> and yes. and how and oh. and oh all I'm gonna say is this gif that I put up it just says the lies that we were all told of just like I understand right that childbirth is beautiful to some people where they think you know which i'm not saying that it isn't because like again 
I love, I love babies. I love them so much. Do they drive me crazy? Yes. Do children drive me crazy? Yes. Do I still think they're cute and squishy and I want one of my own? Yes. But <laughs> the, the amount of BS that we were never told growing up as people who have, who were born with vaginas, who are potentially able to bear children, the risks, the uh, amount of just health stuff that comes along with it and after, and then not including just health stuff, just the financial crap that goes along with it. We just were not prepared. Like sex ed did not teach us anything yeah, about that. Yeah, it doesn't. That. And I'm tired <laughs> of it. Hence why we're here talking about it. Because I'm like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> like, I, I feel like, again, why? I feel like they, they intentionally don't tell us. Because if they did, we probably would not want to give birth. I mean, that's probably why a lot of people are doing it now. <laughs> Oh my but really, God. The, the really the the true reason for like all of the decline, like the declined populations, is almost entirely to do with economic issues. Yes, like, it for is... sure. Not son, it lies. That's that that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I can't. I'm crying. Um, um, looky here. Like, yeah. I, I will definitely say that's probably the biggest thing that we all that anybody you can ask anybody who's in their 30s now definitely either early mid or even late 30s who haven't had kids yet um will definitely say that a lot of us who haven't either started or even if you're you know not in a relationship or in a relationship or whatever is just like dude the economy is so like we went through so much when it came to the economy that there's just no it's just so hard to to sit there and think about I, what sensei said in the chat where it's like i can't take care of myself let alone a tiny version of myself and not saying that obviously I people that do take care of who have had children in the past few years that have been able to function you know in in this economy and everything with the kids that they have or multiple kids that they have like good for you because i i i can't I don't know how I would be able to do it. I would probably make it work, but just thinking about it as a person who hasn't had one yet, I'm just like, and looking at all the stuff that we looked into today, I'm like, I don't, where did, where does the money come from? Does it come out of the sky? Does it fall from trees? Where does it come from? I don't know where this money just like, what government help? <laughs> Question mark? I don't like, know. And that's why, honestly, that's why like when they talk about, um, I want to say it's Norway. Yeah, I think so. Is Norway, it Norway, Norway, Norway is considered one of the happiest countries in the world. But um, I forget. Uh, yeah, which one gives you baby boxes? Uh, um, it, um, no, not Singapore. Isn't like I thought. There, I thought there was an Asian country that does that too, or something where they like celebrate you have i think it might be vietnam that might they might like give you they give you money to have kids or something like that i remember reading up about that i don't know if it's vietnam or singapore personally i just know that i remember seeing something about that where i was like i'm sorry what you would pay me to get what <clears throat> oh finland finland oh it's finland it's finland that's the one i was talking about okay um so so the it's called a maternity box and what they do is they send out this like cardboard box um that has uh 50 things inside of it um 
that value about $160 or so. And it wow. and the box itself can be used as a crib. Oh my god, wait. So what? like if you are yeah, if you are so economically poor that you can't get a crib for the baby, you can use the box god, as yeah. a sleeping thing for the baby. Um it comes with um wow, 60 pants, essential items. Cool. Uh pants, hats, um uh it's like blankets, bedding. Yeah, like like basically, like there's um also like they give you diapers and things like that. Um, oh, extra bottles. That's so nice. Basically, basically, it's like a it's like a starter kit. Yeah. For for when you have a baby, so that way you don't have to like let's you know God forbid you know knock on wood you end up in a position where you don't have any of those things. Mm -hmm. The government has you covered. God, I hate being in America. Sometimes like I just oh it hurts. And they're sitting there charging you $40 to hold your own baby. <clears throat> I can't. <laughs> like, oh, boy. Government <laughs> oh, subscription yeah. box for parenthood. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah. It, and apparently they've been doing it since 1938. Yo, get it, Finland. Like, like should we the move? Only thing, <laughs> the only thing that's kind of rough is that um, last, is this last year? Mm. No, 2019. Okay. The the baby box got uh, a pretty harsh like review. Oh no! Because of that, the because the products that were some of the products that were made for that year um, were not very the, good. The fact no, the factories did not have good oh, labor standards. Oh, yikes! Um, they I mean, got information about forty of the products, and twelve of them had serious labor rights issues behind them. Oh, geez. Um, that the employees were being paid so little to make mm, the. Uh, I see, I see, I see. I mean, that um, also comes right back to just if you if you play, pay your employees better, they will treat your product better. Like, come on. Yeah. Now. Well, the products were still fine. It was just that they had labor issues behind them. Yeah. So I'm assuming you know? like they were probably like, what, defective in a, in a, in a way. No. I guess. No. no, no, no. They just they no. All they did was investigate uh, whether or not there was. If they were being ethically created. Oh, okay. I was very confused because I thought you meant that was, they were like that, like when they when they got them, that they were like broken or like there was something wrong with them. I didn't realize no, no, no. it was because of a. Okay, okay. I I misunderstood. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's because like ethically, they they're not being produced ethically. So like Finland uh, okay, can't be okay, like, okay, look okay, at okay. how great we are. Really, right? Because... I see you. I see. You, I see you. Um, because they're they're unethically making the items in Bangladesh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, we usually open up this section um, as we do like our closing statements uh, for questions in the chat. If there's anything that you guys, what did we miss? We didn't miss anything. <laughs> yeah. If you guys, if or, no, yeah, I mean, sorry, I mean... yeah. If you guys wanted us to to cover anything, if we missed anything, yes, please put it in the chat. Now, again, for anybody who's listening to this later, this is why we ask if you guys want to be live with us on Thursdays at 8 p.m so that you can join us um, and uh, into the discussion live when it's happening. Um, but also it's totally fine that you guys are listening to us later because you can always uh, hit us up on mm -hmm. uh, social media. You can find um, Sarah at This Is Spara or Spara Creates on all social media platforms. You can also find me at Squee Queen with three E's at Squee Queen. Or again, we both game, we both stream. Um, you can always hit us up here as well. Um, all, and we always want to make sure that everyone feels comfortable 
so if you don't feel like just you know if you don't want us to disclose like your name or anything like that you can totally you know sit there and just message us or dm us and we will definitely keep it anonymous for the next discussion and everything like that but um but yeah so spara closing yes. thoughts please about just the crazy fun and also interesting information that we found out to like th this past week it's been a fascinating day and and it's been a fascinating <laughs> time we we heard we heard about the uh Oh, oh god yeah we should do two truths and a lie hang on i can do that give me one second oh, i can find god. stuff oh no okay hold on let me see what i can find here um let me see let me see okay i think no i think this is the one that you already talked about i think um let me see okay okay all right okay. Go, go, i've go, got go, i've go. got, go, I've go, got go. a couple yeah yeah uh, <clears throat> the first one is moms to be can start producing milk just 14 weeks into their pregnancy. The okay. second one is that, uh, in Japan, pregnant women can be issued a badge to put on their back or hang on a necklace. And it's so that commuters on trains and buses will see it and offer their seats when a woman is in early pregnancy, but not noticeably showing. Mm -hmm. And then the, the last one is. Uh, eating heavily spiced food during pregnancy can cause eye problems or even blindness in children who are being born. Okay, the last one's a lie. <laughs> the last one's a lie. Yeah, I called it. I was like, whoa, bro. <laughs> Apparently, that's a myth that people think is real. Eating spicy yeah, food does I not can totally, blind your baby. <laughs> I'm definitely, I'm definitely can see people being like, I can't eat that. No, you know. So I, I mean, totally there are that. several. Ooh, there are. Ooh, we did not talk about things that you're not allowed to have. We can talk on. about that real quick while you're while you're doing that. Well, because I'm I'm I have my. You can find you can find the yeah. Go ahead. Um, so, uh, let me see here. Oh, we already talked about the carpal tunnel thing. Dang it. Okay, hold on. <laughs> um. Oh, we already knew that. Wait, did we know that? Yes, we did. Okay. Um, let me see. Where'd it go? I had it. Uh, okay, here we go. <clears throat> um, uh, uh, probably, uh, no, not that one. Uh, you can hear, uh, babies cry in the womb. Uh, there, um, the most amount of babies born, um, at once is nine. Um, mm -hmm. and heartburn could really mean a baby with more hair. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go with the hair. As the what? As the, as the, as the lie. No, a small study found there could be some truth to the old wives' tale. Higher levels what? of... Estrogen and progesterone <laughs> can stimulate hair growth and also relax, relax, relax your esophagus, resulting in acid reflux or heartburn. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, the lie was the oh. most amount of babies born at once is eight: six boys and two girls. That was Octomom. Yes, it was. I said nine in my lie. 
Yes, but it was eight. Did. Yeah, you were, you were cleverer about this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I didn't realize you can also hear babies uh, cry in the womb. Though. I didn't know you could hear them in the womb. Researchers, oh, that's, that's, researchers that's discovered terrifying. this by hold on. Researchers discovered by by accident when studying pregnant women who smoked or used cocaine when a sound was played on the pregnant bellies babies could be seen on the ultrasound startle, uh, startling when hearing it and opening their mouths like they were crying during the ultrasound like because okay. because of the the the, the smoke and the, the cocaine no yeah. yeah yeah and i was like okay oh, that's okay. crazy <laughs> listen I'm glad that, like, you, the pregnant woman, cannot hear the no, crying. Can you, yeah, no, 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 <laughs> that's, no. That's terrifying. Like, when you said that, my brain was like... Can you imagine you just sounds, laying there and just hearing, like... That sounds like the worst like, horror just crying. movie of all time. That sounds like the scariest horror movie. Ah, that Babu drug cry. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> oh, my God, that's awful. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, so Janelle said in the chat here, um, sushi is a thing that you're not allowed to have when you're pregnant. Um, yes. That is that is definitely a thing. Um, mm. Apparently, any raw or undercooked anything. Yes, you're not allowed to have. That you're not supposed to have. Mm -hmm. um, you're yeah. not supposed to have what they refer to as high mercury fish. Yes. Uh, so shark, swordfish, big uh, king mackerel, tuna, marlin, tilefish, mm -hmm. anchovies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. all of those are not good. Yep. Um, no undercooked or raw fish. No, no undercooked raw uh, no or caffeine, processed meat. Right? Or no something. lunch meat. Yeah, no lunch meat. No processed meat. No caffeine. Or you can have low amounts of no, caffeine. No, um, it's here. It says no caffeine. Oh, okay, I know that some that's, doctors that's, will that's tell you that's a low. Thing. Yeah, it's debatable. That's debatable. Um, the. Oh, and if you wanted to have processed meat, like like if you like, let's say you're really digging like a turkey sandwich or some shit, mm. you have to heat it until it's steaming hot what? before you're allowed to consume it. That's crazy. Yeah, but also understandable. Uh, no raw eggs. That also includes lightly scrambled eggs, poached eggs, hollandaise sauce, homemade no. mayonnaise, some homemade salad dressings, homemade ice cream, and homemade cake icings. Oh hell no. Uh, no organ meats. So if you're yeah, somebody who sense. likes liver and onions, yeah, you, you can't, can't have that. Yeah. Uh, but the reason is because if you if because they're so vitamin rich, uh, that if you have too much vitamin A in the first trimester of pregnancy, you can get uh, it can lead to congenital malformations and miscarriage. Oh, that I did not know. That I did not know. That I was like, what? <laughs> wow, that's like the complete opposite. Your baby will just be so strong. <laughs> oh, you did eat uh, a hot I'm... dog? Oh my god. Janelle. <laughs> She's like, look at here. Was steaming, if it was steaming hot, it's okay. Yeah, did you eat it right out of the package? Is that what you're trying to tell us? <laughs> just ate that? God, I hope not. <laughs> just ate it straight out and just like, give me. <laughs> um... Also on here is the caffeine. It said that uh, your caffeine intake is limited to less than 200 milligrams. Okay. Um, high bad. caffeine restricts fetal growth. Yes. And will increase uh, the risk of a low birth weight when you um, give birth. Uh -huh. uh, you uh -huh. are not allowed to have raw sprouts. So alfalfa, clover, radish, mung bean, because they can be contaminated by salmonella. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. 
Uh, uh, obviously, no unwashed produce. Same problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't do that even if I'm, you know, not pregnant. Like, hello. Uh, oh, off of a barbecue pit. You're fine. Like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> uh, you're funny. Uh, raw milk, unpasteurized cheese, or soft ripened cheeses. Oh. Because you well, can Janelle get didn't have that problem. Listeria. She doesn't like cheese. <laughs> um oh. alcohol obviously obviously um no smoking no drugs uh processed junk food that, yeah uh that don't have all of the nutrients that you need yeah and you're also supposed to like i bet um i know that uh i know that like obviously like we were talking about the diabetes too you have to watch your sugar intake even though your cravings are probably through the roof you have to just be careful mm -hmm of that as well um because you're at a higher risk for sure so um it's just it, it's so much there's just so much like ah so stuff. yeah so it low fat dairy products are the unpasteurized things you have to worry about so uh uh skim milk uh, mozzarella cheese no not my cottage cheese not my mots not my mots. Or, well, or sorry i i i have it backwards my bad I messed up. I misread. Wait, what? It's you can have skim milk, oh. mozzarella, and oh. cottage cheese. My God, the I was about to be like, fat, I'm never having children. <laughs> low fat dairy products good. High fat dairy products bad. So uh, no whole milk, no brie, okay. no feta, no no blue cheese. No blue cheese. I mean, I can avoid blue cheese. I mean, anyway. no, no. I you know how much I hate <clears throat> blue cheese. It's fine. <laughs> uh, and unpasteurized juice. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. That makes sense. Um, yo, uh, good thing, bro, you're not gonna get pregnant. What the heck? <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, please, please note that that Alexis is saying this to a Sorry. penis haver, <laughs> uh, someone who has a penis who cannot get someone pregnant. who cannot biologically get pregnant, pregnant. at this point in time. Sorry. But who knows? Maybe science will revolutionize it. So penis havers can experience the joy yo that <laughs> the, the closest that we'll get is the the labor simulators and i just absolutely love that we have that and people can or people who uh cannot give birth and or penis having people uh can experience that because woof that's all i'm gonna say um I honestly want to experience that," uh, said Sensei. "I I think you should. It should totally be a redemption thingy for your stream. Um, but I wanna. I definitely want to say that after all the research that Sarah and I have done, it just like I said, like it, it's kind of just insane to me how much I feel like we as people who like expect babies from." <laughs> uh especially if you're either married or in a relationship or whatever uh, or even people who just want to have kids um it's nuts how much research you have to do on your own because you don't really get that information from anybody and even if you do it's so all over the place that you don't really know what's again how sarah and i were putting it today what's fact and what's myth at this point and I... it's so interesting to me go ahead yeah, no, I was going to say, I'm still stymied about how little is covered within sexual education mm -hmm. um, in in this country and also other countries as well. It's true. That that we aren't, I again, I, I, I repeat my same thing. I think they don't tell us so that we, we <laughs> want to have kids. 
Yeah, <laughs> and I, I, think they, yeah. I think they depict childbirth as this beautiful experience uh, in films and TV so that we're more encouraged to want to have children. Mm-hmm. But that's not saying that pregnancy and childbirth can be still a beautiful experience yeah, to you. Of course. You can absolutely find the whole experience to be invigorating. There are some women who love being oh, yeah. pregnant and love giving birth. I mean, a and lot of them. More power to them. Yeah, I mean, especially people who end up being surrogates most of the time like that becomes mm-hmm. like their full-time job because they love helping people um, and they don't mind or they love being pregnant or whatever the heck you want to call it. Like, I think I think it's amazing because, again, mm-hmm. I was telling Sarah about it. Like, women are just so... People who are able to have children are just, just phenomenal because of the fact that it's like you really just think about it we are able to take this one thing and grow a human inside of us give it nutrients give it shelter the whole nine yards does it absolutely suck our souls out for nine months maybe (laughs) but but it is absolutely the coolest thing i can think of is the fact that we are able to absolutely create life within ourselves like that is just it is absolutely mind-blowing to me that we are able to do that, like, from a simple fun act, <laughs> if you want to put it that way. Um, it's, and the fact that it's not even just like, you know, there's so much, and even though we talked about, like, the money situation and the health stuff, it's also just a really big responsibility in general of just, you know, being in charge of some, like, having a life, a little itty-bitty potato is a life that you get to a potato um uh, of a baby that's that's part you like you you made that like i always like we always joke when we always see like dogs or cats or whatever and you see them around like their pups and they look all happy because they're like look look i made that (laughs) you know because we kind of do that (laughs) as well as humans and it's just science man like it's Janelle, no. Janelle in the chat says it's a beautiful thing with terms and conditions. <laughs> gotta read the terms and conditions, guys. That's that's what I'm gonna take from no, this. No, they have to present us with the terms and conditions when they don't. I love it. Because Pregnancy. they know if we read them, we would never agree to this shit. I mean, I feel like most of the time people do present them and we just skip through like most terms and conditions. Either way. I just love that that's our tagline. Pregnancy. It's a beautiful thing with terms and conditions. Um, I want to thank you again, Sarah, so much for for being here again uh, as my wonderful co-host. As per usual, I cannot wait to talk about more topics as we come up. Um, I still have some guests I'm working on that are in the medical field that we're going to be talking to. Um, With the holidays that came around, it was really tough to get a schedule, but I'm hoping with the new year, we're going to be getting a lot of stuff. I might be able to get a life coach in here and we can talk about like her journey about being a life coach and being on the road and dealing with the pandemic of how she had to continue her journey with that. Um, we also might be able to get an actual doctor in here and ask some questions. Um, (laughs) uh, she's a wonderful lady. She's on uh, blackdoctor.org on, um, her name's Dr. Gigi. So, um, she said she would make some time for us. So I'm hoping that we can get her in and we can pretty much, she's just the best lady. I love her so much. So I'm hoping that we'll be able to get her in and talk to her about just whatever questions we just feel like talking about that day. Um, but I want to thank everybody who was here live and everybody who is listening to this later. 
later. I appreciate all of you uh, for enjoying our second episode of this. And I can't wait because we have, Sarah and I have a lot of topics that we're ready to talk about <laughs> in these next <laughs> few, these next few episodes. If you think you know everything about sex ed. Yo, we have found You're wrong so... unless you're a doctor. <laughs> yeah, unless you're in the medical profession, the medical field or a sex therapist. <laughs> trust me, if you're none of those things or you just don't do absolute crazy ass research, you don't even know. Like it is it is just endless. And I also love that we have a platform, aka TikTok, that's kind of opening up people's sexualities here and learning just yeah, so we found much. found out about the king. It's true. Like, I don't think we, <laughs> we talked about it earlier of like, we're always opening our show with, uh, we found a TikTok this one time. And that's what sparked <laughs> this conversation because that's where we are now, where TikTok exposes something and we're like, I'm sorry, there's a what now? There's a, there's this, this, hold on. I want to put this French fuck up here one more time. Uh, because I, I'm still mad that he's the reason why we have to lay on our backs. I'm just gonna blow that up real quick for people who are watching. This guy, freaking King Louie. Again, what again. The, what the fuck? Kevin, Kevin Spacey with a weedy mustache and the wig from Pan. Oh my god, the fact that literally he was just like, I just, I wanna look, I wanna watch. <laughs> that is the reason why we lay on our backs now. I just... I'm never going to get over that. But again, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. Uh, we will let thank you know you what the so next much. the next topic is for next week. Um, or again, we might even push it to the next couple of weeks. It really just depends on how it goes. But trust, we will let you guys know when that next episode comes out and what we'll be talking about. Whoa, that was music. All right. I love all of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll see you guys on the next podcast. See you later.